iPhone kind of. You heard you saw me go on Facebook, right? Tell him you could see me live, but not Nina. Okay, we are we are on again. So let's take this off. Facebook part, and here I am, uh, Dana. So wherever you are, ready to let you in. There should be no reason for me to, uh, I don't need to invite you, I shouldn't, I should be able to get on. Uh, so let's just be patient with the process, because last week we we had no trouble interviewing, what, three different people, right, two nights? Mm -hmm. Forget who's on Monday night. So Dr. John Akins and Fred were on Tuesday night, Monday we had somebody, I can't think. But if you could keep connecting with them, Tell them I'm on right now live. I'm the same thing I saw before and I checked back in too. Can he see me? He can see my left screen. It's working. I'm on. So what do you do with that screen? I'm going to share the link again with him. Okay. I know I, there's no way. I, see, I'll send it to him. So the, copy again, but I shouldn't have to do that. Send them that link again. I don't want to get on Facebook. I know people are waiting. Just be patient, folks. Things like this happen. You know, here's what our perspective ought to be. And I, maybe I'm getting a little bit. And I can understand people's impatience. They got things they're doing and so forth. But if, if it's really something the Lord's doing, and wanting to do, then we need to be um, just tell him I sent that link to him again. All right. Okay, folks. Uh, tell me what else in June. There's Dana. All right. Good. Praise God. I see you, brother. And let me just get off Facebook. Oh, no. Did I just? Thank God. Just, just give me your audio and we'll be good. I see you and you. I just need to hear you. 
and see yeah. there. How about now? Oh man, praise God. <laughs> Sorry weird? about all the chaos. It's all right. I, it's weird. There's something with the I, I just know, and I told everybody, I said, you better know that when there's a problem, then there's a big blessing coming. So wade through it with us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I remember I didn't, the think about time, the, I didn't think about the the central time thing. No, and I need right. to, but yeah. it just I don't think about it too often until it's yeah. too late. So sorry about that. No problem. I know you're a busy man. You've got a lot of connections, but I don't know if you remember the first time we tried, it was a tornado. They came in. Yes. <laughs> and then you had a board meeting, an emergency meeting. I had something going on. And I think it took us yep. time, Jeff. So well, praise God. Uh, folks, Dana Coverstone, I mentioned when the, uh in our intro, a little intro that. He's, uh, I think you've been the only, we only have two guests that we've had out of the hundreds we've done since COVID uh, here in Fulton, where you've been on three times with us, I believe. So it's pretty cool. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. I'm honored to be on. Thank you. Well, we're honored to have you, brother. Um, and, and last time we talked, uh, a bulk of our conversations, letting you, uh, getting you to discuss with our audience, the years that God's given you the dreams, um, how a person prophetically dreams i'm not there's no real formula for that at all but it's just a calling uh, i think we might have touched on the, the difficulty it may it may be to, to have a pastoral calling and a prophetic calling at least in terms of the dreams that god's given you but never in your wildest dreams <laughs> to, to use <laughs> metaphorically or symbolically did you ever uh, consider or think that you would give this plethora of dreams just before COVID came, it, it hit you out of nowhere. If you want to just sort of summarize that, and we'll get into kind of the weeds of some things we want to talk about tonight. Sure. Well, well thank you very much for having me be a part of this. I'm You're greatly welcome. honored to be a part of it and appreciate all those that are listening. Uh, I've been a pastor this year, 31 years. I've been a Sons of God pastor for 31 years. I served as a youth pastor, a worship pastor, a small groups pastor, and a senior pastor. And uh, when I was a kid, I, I had dreams all the time. Matter of fact, my mom just passed away about seven weeks ago, but going back about eight months, my mom, she said, Dana, when you were, when you were eight years old, it was 1970, 1977, she said, you had a dream. And you told us that in the year 2020, there were going to be people getting really, really sick. And they would have to be wearing masks and go in the hospital. And I, this, Seriously, you know, and Dana. She had written this down. Just she, she kept track. Of, I was eight years old. So she said, you said that people were going to be very, very sick. Everybody would be wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And so my mom kept track of some of the dreams I had as a kid. Yeah. Uh, the ones that really kind of made, you know, made, made a, a difference for her, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so when, when the dreams began in, in 2019, um, you know, the first one I told the guys about, and, and they just kind of sat on it. We prayed about it. And then I had the other one in June, which is like a part two. Um, it, I've never, ever in my life understood what going viral was until then. Uh, mm -hmm. It was not fun. Uh, it wasn't nice. It wasn't kind. I took a, mm -hmm. a, lot of, a lot of chaos. A lot of people took everything literally. And, mm -hmm. uh, and one of the biggest things, I've, uh, one of the most important things I've learned about dreams, and, I, and God, I believe God is in dreams. I believe God's given dreams. Matter of fact, I'm hearing every day from people who are having dreams. Wow. like crazy and they've never had it before i'm hearing mm. from parents whose kids are having dreams about the return of christ about mm. the rapture about people being about them saying that they need to make sure that people are saved I'm, mm -hmm. kids are having dreams about jesus telling them let your friends know i'm coming soon let your friends know i'm coming soon so there has been a, a whole lot of people a whole lot more people than just me 
having mm-hmm. dreams. Mm-hmm. As a pastor, I, I shared the dreams on Facebook with 1,100 friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, within a week, they'd gone to a million people and seen it. It's, it's well over it's well over about 7 million people worldwide. I've got some folks in the news industry and the major uh, and major uh, news producers who mm-hmm. said they estimate over 435 million people worldwide have seen the dream. It's actually mm-hmm. been the first dream has been translated into like 41 or 42 different languages. Uh, yeah. It's been seen all over the place. Uh, people have seen the dream in Pakistan. I know people who have said they've seen it in Iran. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. But I think God's just trying to wake up the nation. He's trying to yes. shake the nations and remind people that he's coming back. Amen. And so, even, so the dreams, I believe, that was the purpose, was to wake people mm-hmm. up to say, hey, you know, to remind them Jesus is coming back. Amen. Can you give us a summary of that first one? Case we have people who just come on board, maybe uh, don't know you, don't know the ministry that you've had and these dreams that God has given you. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the very first one, uh, it was Monday night, December 16th, 2019. I had a dream. I woke, it woke me up long. I saw a calendar. Mm-hmm. And in that dream, I saw cal- I saw it flip from January, February, March. And then I saw an index finger. It underlined the month of March and it tapped that calendar three times. Uh, and, and then I saw people getting sick, wearing masks. I saw people, I saw hospitals were overwhelmed. I saw empty streets. I just saw chaos and things happening, medically speaking. I saw, I saw headlines in newspapers that said pandemic, pandemic, pandemic. Mm-hmm. I saw lockdowns. I saw, I saw people, I saw empty streets. Um, I, I, saw, I saw also state capitals and buildings surrounded by protesters and people mm-hmm. hollering about things and stuff like that. Uh, and then I saw a white figure and, and uh, he had no face or no form. He was almost ethereal and he spoke, he spoke to me and he said, brace yourself, brace yourself, mm-hmm. brace yourself. Mm-hmm. And I kind of woke up, my heart rate was, was really heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday night, June the 22nd, almost seven months later, I had another dream and I saw June, July and September. When it hit September, the calendar stopped and the finger that I saw earlier tapped it three times in September. And then I saw October and finally turned to November. When it hit November, this fist hit the calendar. So imagine the calendar's on the wall, the fist hits it, numbers flew off of the calendar. And, and, uh, and those numbers flew off. And then I saw that at that point, I saw people in line went to get in the hospitals. I saw people with oxygen masks. Uh, I, saw, I saw headlines that said people were dying at just incredible rates. Um, I, I saw all sorts of incredible things going on. And then I saw, I saw riots. I saw people burning buildings. I saw people just yelling and screaming. I saw all sorts of things. Um, but then I also, um, I saw that there were a lot of people at that point that were yelling and screaming. I saw an empty White House. I saw no one in the, in the Oval Office. I saw the White House was empty. Um, and then the next thing, so about a, a couple days later, I had another dream. So my daughter's birthday mm-hmm. and I'd gone to the bank. We were going to have a missions yard sale here at our church. And so I'd gone to the bank and the president of the bank was actually one of the cashiers. And I said, mm-hmm. Hey, I need $10 in quarters. And she said, I'm sorry, but the bank no longer has any, any change because the federal reserve is no longer printing money. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, how, how can I charge a dollar 50 for something? And she said, well, you have to charge $2 because hyperinflation is coming. Mm-hmm. And then she said, Oh, and by the way, one in five dollar bills will follow. And then it was just two days later, I shared that dream on a Wednesday. And two days later, uh, the coin shortage dreams, uh, the coin shortage signs started going up all over America, all over airports. And I got that weekend, I got probably, and this is no joke, 300 uh, pictures. People had sent me 
pictures of, of signs at gas stations, grocery stores, airports. Yeah. Due to national yeah. coin shortage, please use exact change or, or debit card. Mm -hmm. So that, that it went viral within about a week. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's been it's been crazy ever since. Wow. Some of those, obviously, uh, the bulk of what you just shared became true immediately. There was no need to, to look at a symbol or try to figure out or pray about its interpretation. But the one exception, and I'm wondering if it's symbolic without getting political, but I don't think we need to be afraid of getting political. I think the church is too afraid of saying anything. And we need to get out of our heads out of the sand. But when you said the White House was empty, well, even though we got a new president and it has really been empty of true leadership, would that would that be your understanding of that part of that dream? I actually believe it is. And I also mm -hmm. believe the most important part of all three of those dreams was not the coin shortage, was not the pandemic. The most important thing that happened in the dream was the was the fist punch in November. And okay. I believe it obviously, obviously mm -hmm. had to do with the uh the selection process. I'm not going to say the word of that day. I'll say selection process. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and from that point on, yes, the, the White House has been has mm. been empty. Uh, and I don't think, and no one can be offended by what I just said because we've had a, a president who's using a a background that's not in the White House for speeches or mm -hmm. for other things like that. Yeah. And I think it's even deeper than just an empty White House. It goes to show we have no leadership in our nation. No. We have no leadership no. at the top. And look mm -hmm. at where we're at right now. There's a baby food shortage. And one mm -hmm. congressman just went down south and shows video footage of stockpile, mm -hmm. literally, of, of, of uh, a baby formula that's being mm -hmm. used for those crossing the border illegally. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we, we have Russia, Ukraine. I'm, I'm thankful I've got a senator like Rand Paul here mm -hmm. who they're going to try to you know spend $40 billion in Ukraine. And he said, hey, my oath is to the Constitution yeah. of the United States of America mm -hmm. and uh, not to Ukraine. So we're, we're uh, our attention is not on us or our safety, and I mm -hmm. think that's where even some of the other dreams have led us to is what we're we're living in a country that is no longer really governed by Judeo-Christian ethic. No, yeah. no longer, uh, no Way longer past. are we as American citizens valued. Yeah. Uh, it's not we the people. It's not for mm -hmm. the people. Uh, it's yeah. those in leadership and those in power. But I do believe the the fist punch was the mm -hmm. most important thing because everything that's happened since the election is mm -hmm. obvious. Yes, it everything is. that happened pre pre election was pandemic and mm -hmm. medical and all that. Mm -hmm. So you can see the setup, the one two punch. Yeah. And uh, oh, and oh. November was really a fist punch for sure. It sure was. And and uh, a word to the wise, to those who uh, want to hide under the guise of a, I think a self righteous or wrongful interpretation of of uh, be submissive for government. And I'm certainly not suggesting not to be, but. I think a number of us, and maybe you had this too, oppositional confrontations with well-meaning Christian friends who, when this COVID thing hit, is like, oh, we've got to listen to what they're saying, experts, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and, it, and people saying, well, it's just, it's about the kingdom of God. It's about heaven. Without realizing that we live in a free country and we need to fight for those freedoms and values that we've cherished for years. Yeah. And it's, it's, not, it's um, not mutually exclusive to feel that you can be a kingdom of heaven and a kingdom uh, in this earth, a citizen of this, of this nation. And yes. it, as a Christian, we, it, God, shame us, shame on us if we don't fight for the freedoms of our country. What, how we think we're going to fight for our faith when we're not fighting for the freedoms of our nation that we're losing. And exactly. God, God governs in the affairs of men. 
um, is is pretty obvious. And you 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 said you're not the only one that said these dreams about what God is saying and what He wants to do because He loves America. He loves all nations, and we see yes. it, He's just always fighting for the nations, if, if not fighting against Him on behalf of His people. Um, yeah. the, the prophets are full of scriptures that way. Um, is is there a recent dream that you can share with us? What's your most recent one or two that you can share with us that seems to maybe even where we're at now as a nation with SCOTUS, that whole thing happening? I was reading sure. Thomas's comments today. Um, they're just hammering him. They've been hammering him for years, you know. And uh, yeah. he, he had some, I'll maybe read one or two later, but go ahead and. Yeah, well, I'm great. I'm grateful for a black conservative Supreme Court justice. Amen. There's a lot of folks that, that, that can't stand it because of that, that the, uh, you know, just who and what he is. Right. Uh, and also, you know, the, the pro-choice group has came out and said, we will be ungovernable. Wow. That's we as Christians crazy. have never said that. We've never been burning down abortion clinics for things. And I'm very mm -hmm. vocal, as you, as you already know, yeah. I'm very, very vocal. Yeah. A lot of my podcasts have been censored or stopped. Uh, I speak very, 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 very emphatically about we need to be involved. I just did a mm -hmm. I just interviewed uh, a gentleman who's running for governor in Alabama. He's a mm -hmm. pastor. Praise and uh, we talked about the importance of Christians running for public office because mm -hmm. um, although it says that we're supposed to submit to government, we only submit to government when they are doing when they are walking by the word of God and the, and the standards of God's right. word. Anything mm -hmm. else becomes time for us to say, wait a minute, we're mm -hmm. not doing that. The, one right. of the last dreams I had was the distraction dream. And uh, in, I, I saw a large passenger plane had the American flag on it, on the tail wing. It was flying at about 35,000 feet. And all of a sudden it started just a normal, just a normal descent with the, with the, with the nose up. Mm -hmm. uh, I could see a large layer of clouds below it. And, and those clouds were churning. They're just like, like, uh, just like strong storms were underneath and coming through. Wind was blowing very rapidly. And I could see people in the windows of that airplane. They were just sitting there normally, calmly, watching the, watching the, the monitors, uh, had their earbuds in, reading magazines, some were sleeping. Nobody was worried or afraid. Uh, no one was looking out the window. Nobody showed any alarm at the clouds underneath. And then suddenly that plane did, I mean, a complete nosedive, just going like this and then just straight down. Um, and, and the people on board made no changes. No, no change in activity. And despite the wow. plane headed down, obviously towards an explosive end. Then I saw... Uh, naval ships around Taiwan. Now, I want to, I want to say this first. Mm. I had this dream between April 14th and April 30th. I mm -hmm. sent it to, I sent it to Sheree uh, Goff on May the 1st. So mm -hmm. everything in this dream, and Sheree will confirm that's when I sent it to her. Uh, mm -hmm. My timestamp on my computer will sure when, when this, when this dream was done. Mm -hmm. uh, but I saw Taiwan being surrounded by, uh, by naval ships, Chinese naval ships, and they, they aimed heavy caliber weapons at the nation. And then mm. they started further out around the nation and they kept getting closer and closer like they were tying a knot around it. Um, mm. And then I saw that mainline China in a, in a room with military leaders at a table pushing pieces on a table map. And I saw leadership sitting near a red button. So there was a red button in this room mm. in China. Mm -hmm. And I saw, I saw the military commanders and leaders in China just yelling, screaming, pounding their fists uh, on the table. And the Chinese, the Chinese leader, that's, which I believe was Xi Jinping at that time, but they mm -hmm. were all in front of him. So it was hard to see who he was, but he mm -hmm. was sitting in a, a rocking chair, an old fashioned rocking chair, like you see it at, uh, at a Cracker Barrel. And he had yeah. a phone in his hand, like an iPhone. Mm -hmm. And uh, nothing fit the decor in the room, especially the rocking chair. And then mm -hmm. I saw a table outside of St. Right. Basil's Cathedral, which is in Moscow, mm -hmm. near the Kremlin. 
And Putin and his military leaders, they were having some sort of a picnic lunch outside of that church with large picnic baskets and a whole lot of empty wine bottles. Now, you would imagine Russia is vodka, but it was all empty yeah. wine bottles. Uh, mm-hmm. And they covered the table and the ground. And Putin was holding his side like he was having a sheer pain in his abdominal yeah. region. Mm-hmm. But he was not drinking with his men. Now, the men were drunk. They were drunk as all get out. But he mm-hmm. also had a cell phone in his hand and was staring at it. It was sitting in the same kind of a rocking chair that the Chinese leader was. Wow. And they were kind of doing like this. When I was seeing China over here, he was mm-hmm. going at the same pace that that that, that Putin was That's in the rocking weird. chair yeah. with all mm-hmm. those boisterous generals yelling and screaming. Mm-hmm. Then the scene changed to Europe, and the leaders there were saying, hey, what are we going to do about Taiwan? They've been surrounded. China's doing this, and China's doing that. And the decision was made. Let's let the United States and Great Britain handle it. And mm-hmm. so basically, they all shook hands, and they started doing this, like, okay. We just avoided a bullet or whatever. They, they were nervous. But then mm-hmm. when they said, let's just let U.S. And, and Great Britain take care of it. So uh, then at that point, I saw the, the split screen of both those leaders doing like this. And mm. Putin and Xi Jinping at the very same time hit send on their phones. Mm-hmm. And then the leaders, both, both China and Russia, they just kind of closed their eyes and began to go to sleep in those rocking chairs. Then those mm-hmm. Navy ships. They quickly turned, they, they, they were like this facing it. They just turned around and began speeding away from around Taiwan. And mm-hmm. then I saw, I saw missiles raining down over Ukraine. And this was more than the missiles we've seen in the headlines and newspapers. Okay. It was yep. hitting over Ukraine. I saw large silos all over Western Russia uncovered. I saw smoke coming out, but no launch took place like we mm-hmm. have in the Dakotas. Yeah. I did not, but I, I did see a large rocket launch from one of the Navy ships that China had around Taiwan and it headed straight up just like this, uh-huh. it leveled off and then it took off at what could only be hypersonic speed and it headed east across, it headed east across the Pacific Ocean. And then I saw like, uh, like if you see uh, movies or cartoons sometimes, they have like a trajectory showing where it's gonna go, where it's gonna uh-huh. hit. And yeah. I could see that it was headed over America, uh, right over the United States, right to the middle of the country. Huh. And then the scene changed and I saw the plane from the first part of the dream and it dripped, it dipped right below the lowest clouds, those churning clouds. Okay. Yeah. And I could see land patterns on the ground below. And then I saw this explosion above the plane, above the clouds, and the plane below that canopy lost all its power. Hmm. And then then before it appeared, it appeared as if the pilot, when they were going down like this, was actually pushing the gas, so to speak, to make it fast. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's obvious that the, it was just free falling. It was just mm-hmm. free falling. And all the gas had been given. There was no power, so it was just free falling. Uh, the lights were off inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people uh, were aware the music had gone off. These, they were going straight down. And suddenly they realized, hey, wait a minute, the, the, the TV's off. The, the yeah. music, what happened to our music, this and that? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were looking out the windows in shock. And they mm-hmm. were screaming. They were sort of beating on the pilot's door. They were trying to get in. And then everything went pitch black dark. And then as the plane's going down, I see the man that I always see that I believe is Jesus or the Holy Spirit. Mm. And he was looking out the window. In front. So I'm looking at him kind of like this. He's going, the plane's going down. He looks out the window at me sideways, so to speak. And he says out the window towards me, I told them to pray, but they did not. They need to take it seriously now. Mm. And then he disappeared. And, and I, I want to make one thing clear with the dream. I do not believe that it was in indicating an actual EMP is going to strike America. Now, mm-hmm. let me tell you one other thing. Uh, how when, when I give a dream to Cherie, Cherie mm-hmm. will take hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and pray through these dreams. 
when I do it, when I have a dream, I will pray and pray and pray and pray and pray. And typically, you can guarantee there's about 40 hours of prayer that are gone in these, in these dreams before I even get up publicly say anything about them. Yeah. And I ask the Lord for wisdom and insight. Now, yes. I'll share a dream an hour later. Somebody sent me a four page interpretation of the dream. And I always send back and say, How much time did you spend praying? Yeah. I just share this. Yeah. But I believe that part of what we're seeing is just where America is at. We know that inflation's hitting. We know shortages mm -hmm. are there. We're hearing about diesel gas. My daughter, who lives in North Indiana, just sent a message and said, Dad, gas just hit $5 here. I heard from a trucker last week, last Thursday, who said he filled up with diesel for $7.76 a gallon out on the East Coast. Mm. So we're seeing things that are happening. So in America, we're not going to be around forever. We know there is an Antichrist. Mm -hmm. We know there will be a mark one day. We know that those mm -hmm. things are coming. Sure. But I think that China is going to use Taiwan as a distraction. Mm -hmm. I, I really believe that Russia and China are working together. They're not as, yes. As, yes. as not on the same page as people make them want to you know, think. And yeah, I, sure. I just think that Ukraine, we see the wheat situation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they present 30 yeah. percent of the world's wheat. India yeah. just today or yesterday announced they're, no, they're not going to be exporting any wheat out of their country. Hmm. Because Check countries are realizing we are in yeah. serious trouble culturally. Yeah. And so I think right. the dream was just the fact to watch that there's going to be some distractions. And we can't be spiritually distracted right now. No. We've got to make sure that we're aware. And there's a verse that really sticks out with me about this dream. Okay. It's uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses, uh, verse 1 and 2. It says, now we request, you, we request you, brethren, with regard to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and mm -hmm. are gathered together to him, that you may not be quickly shaken from your composure mm. or disturbed either by a spirit or a message or a letter, as if from us, the effect of the day of the Lord's coming. And the rumor was Jesus had already come. And Paul was saying, no, 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 no. He's not coming yeah. back. Right. Don't be, don't be so quickly shaken. Don't be so right. caught off guard. But and yeah. I, and my fear is that the, the church is still so much, very much asleep and yeah. not aware of how lost people are. Brother, yeah. I had a, I had a, a lady send me an email today and she heard a, a, a pastor spoke in their church this last Sunday, just, just yesterday and said, the mark of the beast is just symbolic. It's not really a real symbol. There's not really going to be a seven-year tribulation. It's all yeah. just symbolic. And yeah. I think to myself, yeah. oh, my goodness. That's crazy. The doctrines yeah. of demons and the, and the apostasy stuff is already here. Yes, it so is. So the church has been distracted. I mean, we had a, a six-hour prayer time here in our church on Saturday with about 100 people. And we were praying Daniel's prayer in Daniel 9. We were praying on behalf of ourselves, on behalf of mm -hmm. the church, on behalf yes. of the nation. But I believe that we're we got to make sure we don't get distracted by the things that are happening in the world around us, and we stay mm -hmm. spiritually strong. Our, yes. our, our, we, we stay rooted and grant in the Word of God, and we stay focused Amen. because Jesus yeah. is coming back. We're yes. to occupy until He comes, and that's yes. the military term. We're supposed yes, to fight is. and hold the ground. Yeah. We've given up way too much ground, my brother. So I appreciate a ministry like yours and the one uh, you're giving yeah. up as well. It's so encouraging, Dana, what you're sharing, and maybe a prescription would be this: you, you're talking about being ready. And because uh, some people might think, oh, I want, I want to be like Dana, or maybe that would be the wrong way to say it. I, I want dreams, or I, I want God to show me, because uh, I know he's showing Dana, and, and could even come from a good heart, but God's not going to give the same gift to everybody. We need to listen to the prophets in, in all submission, because it's not you, it's God working through you. Uh, we've, been, we've been playing some Elijah list stuff. And our midweek services and Tim Sheets had a great word about U-turns. I don't know if you've read that on Elijah List, but it's worth it's mm. time to, to watch the okay. stream. Um, it's, a, it's a positive word, but it's not like the soupy, sappy, positive word that it's all going to be good. 
but yeah. real interesting where you he, it's worth reading or, or listening to. Okay. And, and he's talking about how God's going to use the states, the red states, to turn the nation eventually um, if, if, the, if the government will listen. And I've always said the yeah. big ship takes a long time to turn around. And God made yeah. some conservative-minded governors, and we know he is, and states to do that. But but a long way to say what I'm saying is I, I think maybe the, what we need to do is the opposite of what we think we need to do um, in, in, in wanting a prophetic word or wanting a dream as much as many of us want that. Trust what is out there from reputable ministries and pastors like yourself, Tim Sheets, others who we know have a good track record through the years, not out for themselves, and then actually do the opposite and see, just seek the Lord <clears throat> and his, his presence in our lives. So they're yeah. motivated by anxiety, I guess is what I'm saying, because it'd be easy to get motivated by, by anxiety for all, the, all that we're seeing. Some have yeah. the opposite extreme and won't even watch the news because they don't want it to inform their teaching, preaching, ministry. I don't think we need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I know you, no. you talk about reading several newspapers, and many many probably say, well, that's where he's getting his dreams. I don't believe that's true. It's obvious. You, what you shared just now, and people know your ministry, it's so specific, and it's way beyond what, what you could have found in a newspaper or whatever. Yeah. But um, again, it's not a mutually exclusive thing. We can do both. <laughs> Yeah. Well, one of the things that I see is this. I believe yeah. that dreams and visions are an extension of the spiritual gifts of word of wisdom, word of knowledge, yeah. discernment, prophetic yeah. word. And I yeah. actually just I'm preaching. I'm preaching a series right now through the life of Joseph. And Sunday morning, I talked about how there, there are people out there that get jealous and upset because somebody else has a gift. First yeah. Corinthians chapter 12 makes it very clear. The, the word says he, God distributes himself how he wants those gifts done. Amen. It's not my job to be upset that somebody else does tongues interpretation right. or prophet word. I need to say, okay, God, you gift me, and I'll be thankful to be using that gift Amen. because God knows the best gift for us, which is yes. why he distributes them. And yes. it's not about, uh, and like I said, I'm hearing from a lot of people who are having dreams. I have people who are sending me two and three dreams a day, and I, I do my very best not to, not to really read through my dreams. Yeah. I don't want to do, I don't, I don't have time to interpret everybody's dreams. I've got, I, literally, since uh, since June of, of 2020, I, I've had over 10,000 dreams sent to me. Uh, I have books sent to me every single, I've got about 11 books that just came in the day. People just sent yeah. me stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but the thing to say is this, the Lord has gifted every single one of us in a specific Amen. way. And yeah. all of us have the heart to speak mm -hmm. evangelistically to the world around us. Yeah, and that means right. we gather yeah. information. We look at what the word says. Jesus said, you'll know I'm coming because of the science. Mm -hmm. So Amen. rather than being used just in the gifts and focus on that, right. the greatest gift that we have is to recognize the times in which we live and get to work uh -huh. and get busy and stay Amen. busy because it's Great obvious job. Jesus is coming back. That's and when we see the things in the news and in the world that are happening, mm -hmm. it's like reading. I mean, when I, I, read, the, I read the news through the good scripture. And that's why I pick out yeah. certain topics and certain things to talk about, because, mm -hmm. hey, folks, this lines up with the word of God. Mm. And so if people would, you know, hey, I have dreams, uh, mm. but I, God's also used me a word of knowledge, word of wisdom, mm. discernment. That's been, that, that's the, that triad of gifts that I just feel the most comfortable in and use the most. Good I've done tons of interpretation. I've done prophetic word. I, I believe there's been times in my life when I've had to have to get to faith and get through some difficult things. Mm -hmm. But it's not about seeking one gift because that looks right. good for you it's yeah, got to be about right. saying hey god what yeah. gift do you have for me how can i best glorify you in using it 
And, mm-hmm. and that's working with pastors and having people pray mm-hmm. for you, encourage mm-hmm. you. And, yeah. uh, you know, we, we prayed Sunday, we prayed Saturday in our prayer time, we were baptized in the spirit, but also for them yeah. to use in the gifts of the spirit. And yes. I believe the one gift that every single person should be, should be walking in right here and right now is the gift of discernment. Yeah, and knowing the sure. times in which we live and yes. walking in that. So that's kind yeah, of that's, what I would say about all that for sure. That's good. That's good, Dana. And you, I, I think it's a basic uh, misunderstanding or maybe we forget who we are in Christ. So much goes back to our, our identity. And if we, if we, we're ensconced. <laughs> we use that a lot around the house here. We <laughs> ourselves. We anchor ourselves in who we are in Christ. Uh, then we won't become insecure again because it's basic insecurity that keeps trying to compete with other believers of, over a gift. And we don't. Oh, we yeah. Don't enough. And it's like enough already. You know, we're a team, and it gives yeah. pleasure to, to be interviewing you tonight. Say, here's a piece that I don't get. I, I guess like yeah. I, I have a holy jealousy and that might be okay, but I don't really need to be the pressure and the weight that you have from these, these really potent dreams. I dream a different way, or maybe God gives me a different word or it's just a team effort. It's like uh, watching the, yeah. the bucks the other night. If I can use a sports analogy, you know, it, it, not everybody can be a Tatum, you know, we, we, the Celtics needed a defender and, they needed somebody to rebound. I mean, and so we're all doing what we can. And Paul's very explicit about that in Corinthians. So yeah. The body of Christ working together. And, but I think it all goes back to that basic security, you know, aligning myself with him, spending time with him, not trying to get this or get that. I'm not feeling all, all sad that you didn't get your prophetic word out there. Nobody read it. It's just, we need to get over ourselves, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll have people that will send me dreams and say, I want you to share my dream because it'll get out there. And I, I will say, it's not my dream. Yeah, but we want you to use your platform. Uh, yeah. I didn't ask this platform. Yeah. Uh, right. I'll tell you what, if people want, if people really want to go crazy dreams, you go right ahead. Because I've got, yeah. I've got about 10,000 emails filled yeah. with hate I've had in my life, threatened. Wow. I've had people throw eggs mm. at my church. I've had people do all sorts of crap. We've had people arrested at our church for coming doing stupid stuff on Sundays and at my house, you know, I've had people beating on my door at four and five in the morning, wanting to talk to me and straighten me out. So That's the people crazy. are saying, Oh, that must be yeah. great. Oh, there yeah. are moments when yeah, I see people saved and people come to the yeah. Lord, but it's yeah. not the fun thing. I mean, no. look what happened to Joseph. His brothers got so angry at him yep. because, mm-hmm. <laughs> excuse me, his brothers mm-hmm. got so ang- angry at him over dreams. They mm-hmm. sold, they wanted to kill him. Yeah. And then they sold them, you know, they sold them as, as, as a slave. So mm-hmm. um, the thing is, Find your find your calling and be yes. comfortable. You know, I'm a pastor. Yeah. That's what I am. I'm not a prophet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People call me a prophet. I'm not a prophet. I'm a pastor. Mm-hmm. I may have some prophetic leanings, but I'm cool. a pastor, and I'm mm-hmm. comfortable in that skin. I've been doing this mm-hmm. for 31 years. Right. And I'll tell you something else, brother. That that this this is just sheer honesty. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've had over, I've had over 200 people call the church, call my cell phone, send me emails, and say we want you to come and be our pastor. And I and I will say, have you prayed about this at all? Wow. Do you pray about this? That's Carl, it's like, man. Because, yeah. you know, well, well, you got the dream and people are following you. We want you to come. You know, and, and look, a lot of these churches, I've had wow. churches with 2,500 yes. people say, we want you to be our pastor. Uh, God's called me to Burksville. Amen. I guess we're going to That's where God has called me. And I've had yeah. people say, well, you know, you got to go somewhere else. That's not where God's called me. I'm a pastor mm-hmm. that God yeah. gave dreams to. And I'm going to be Dana, faithful to my, my primary calling, yeah. which is pastoring Living Room Ministries in Burksville, Kentucky. And yeah, we've got a huge online audience now and a lot of yeah. people out there, but 
But yeah. I got to be faithful to my calling. I'm a pastor. I'm not a dream specialist. I'm not yeah. a dream. Per- I, you know, I have dreams, but God, yeah. God will ask those dreams to go viral. But mm-hmm. I want to be, I've got to be obedient to my calling. And my, and when I had that first dream, I shared that dream with 1,100 Facebook friends. Why? Because it said to me that something big's coming, mm-hmm. something powerful is yeah. coming, and yes. the church is not ready for it. No. So we got to wake up and get ready. So Amen. that's my heart on the matter. Amen. And, and part of why, how we're not ready is the examples that you're showing us now. You think we would have learned this before previous moves of God, whether it's the first, second, great awakening, great prayer meeting revival, Pentecostal outpouring 1900s, charismatic movement, we still screw it up. And, and it goes back to this whole competitive fleshly carnal thing that Paul talked to the Corinthian church about. One's Apollos, one's of Cephas, one's of Peter, one's of Paul. It's like, we, man, you think we would get it. And again, it goes yeah. to our basic insecurity. And I think that your attitude, your response to them really shows the validity of what God's done. He knew we could trust you. We talk about trusting God, but can he trust us? And and our, part of our sanctification is getting to a point where God can trust us with a word. I mean, God gave me a, a, an experience with him the other day, and he challenged me. He says, part of, part of what you want to do right away is share it, because part of that is you want to bless other people. That's all, all well and good, but it gives you, it, it's, it gives you security and to know that that somebody was blood. Let me be your security. Leave that alone. Yeah. Let it stay in your journal until I give you permission to share it. If I do. And yeah. oh, um, I, I, I appreciated the Lord sharing that with me. He wants us to die uh, daily, as Paul said, die a million deaths until he gets more and more glory out of what he wants to share through our lives. So Oh, yeah. And that's even the reason why we spend as much time in prayer. I'm telling you, yeah, I spent I spent months in prayer about that first dream. Mm. When I had the second one, I knew, OK, there's something more going on here. And then just a couple of days later, had the coin shortage part of it. Mm-hmm. But I went out. You know, I, I had never shared dreams like that. And thankfully, God brought people like Sheree Goff and John Redbow mm-hmm. into my life to help me kind of First gauge. Guy. But mm-hmm. I saw man, I'm telling you, I saw I saw the, the worst and the best of the prophetic world. I had, and, and that's why I've not really aligned myself with any other ministries or yeah. people. Sheree mm-hmm. Goff is an ordained to someone's a God minister, and she's the only that's one in our movement recognized as a prophet. Mm-hmm. I trust her. Uh, she's helped with interpretation. She's also been through Billy Wong's School of Ministry and Dream Interpretation. But more mm-hmm. than that, she's spirit-filled and she prays. And I know mm-hmm. when I send Sheree a dream, she's going to pray about it. And it's not about, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to be with Dana Coverstone. It, yeah. It's, no. it's uh, what's this dream mean for the, for the nation? What's it mean for the church? Yeah. And so that's where... You know, God gives us and calls us for his glory. It's not so that mm-hmm. someone can say, well, hey, you're doing this. And that's, you know, that's why I say I'm mm-hmm. a pastor. God mm-hmm. called me. When I was four years old, brother, my, my mom was in a grocery store. And, my, and, and, and a lady walked up to my mom and she said, Claire Coverstone, that boy is going to be a preacher someday. And my mom was thinking, all right, whatever. Ten years later, I'm 14 years old. I sat back in the state police officer's car a couple times because of being doing stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. That lady saw my mom at a grocery store in Jasonville, same IJ, and she said, God's not done with your son yet. I know he's 14 now, but he's going to be a preacher. My mom at that time said, you don't know what my son is doing, what he's involved with. <laughs> Weeks later, months yeah. later, my, I got saved. God got a hold of me, and I was called to preach about, about a year later. Yeah. And uh, that woman saw something me at four years old because the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. spoke to her and told her to tell yes. my mom. And so my mom started, I think when she, my, my mom told me this, she said, Dana, when that lady said you're going to be a preacher, 
She said, I started keeping track of your dreams. So by the time I was five or six years old, and I, I would tell her these prolific dreams, she wrote it down. But somebody had a word for her. Yes, right. Even at four years old, God was, God was showing me what my life was going to be in his call. And I was grateful for that. Grateful for the heritage and the legacy that was passed yes. on. And I'm yeah. the first I'm the first pastor in my family. And, wow. and thankfully, my son's my youth pastor. He's licensed with the sons of God. So now there's yeah. a second generation of ministers in my family. All because somebody told my mom when I was four years old, he's yeah. going to be a preacher. So that's the calling of God. You know, that must make you that must make you miss her having lost her just a few weeks ago brother oh it, it really really does it really that's really a, does that's a big hole god has to fill but she's gone on be with the lord man and and what a legacy that she left on and part of that legacy is not not so much in the prayers uh or the words but just even the impartation of the holy yeah Zander, you know we 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 kind of we kind of we forget about that when we're near people who are anointed and like close to them, like Elisha was Elijah. I mean, he never yeah. the double portion. He hadn't been aggressive to obey. If he says, if you see me going to heaven in a chariot of fire, then uh, the mantle will fall on you. And and sure enough, it yeah. did. So, wow. Well, we need to keep doing these updates, brother. Uh, it's huh? wonderful. Um, we may have some mutual friends in the area here. I know we talked a while back about having you up sometime. Um, Mm -hmm. and we'll stay in touch about that it really would be would be good uh, a couple of spirit-filled pastors in this area trying to shake things um why don't you lead us out with a word of prayer and, and then uh we'll we'll connect again all right well i'm gonna ask you to to move and and just move in powerful ways in the lives of believers today Lord, the world's falling apart around us, but we cannot be yes. the people who are falling apart. So we need to be strong and stable yes, and solid Lord. in your word, standing mm. for the truth, speaking yes. out, speaking out, Lord, against these things that are wrong mm. and sinful. I pray, Lord, that you raise up within the body of Christ those who will simply stand and not be afraid, those yes. that will not be quickly shaken by the, by the mm -hmm. chaos around us. May we mm. be the most stable, solid, sound yes. people that everyone yes. around us sees. When everybody else is running and screaming and crying in chaos, may they look at us and see us standing mm. strong because of our faith. In, yes. in Jesus Christ. Lord, yes. anoint us. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your spirit. Yes. And use us for your glory, Lord. And may we find our specific and unique calling in today's mm. world. Lord, it's Amen. not about, uh, you help us to find the gifts that you want us to work in. You mm -hmm. help us to find the gifts that you want us to move in yes. the church and, and, and wherever we may be. And God, I pray that we'll begin to see healings and miracles mm. and people delivered. And we'll see people filled with the spirit, Lord, in, in, in ways and times and places they never thought of. I just mm -hmm. pray, God, that we will have mm. another Azusa Street moment. We'll have a moment <laughs> yes. where, the, where the people of God begin to pray and see you move. And Father, we will literally see you move in powerful ways. Get us in a place where we'll see miracles and healings. Demons mm. cast out. People will yes. set free and delivered because Jesus, you are Lord, you are God, you are King, you are the Almighty God of the worship. Praise you. So use us for your glory today, we pray in Amen. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Father, Amen. I pray for Dana, Lord, that you would continue to heal Amen. our a great legacy and his mom and, and writing all those dreams down and help him to carry this weight uh, of responsibility for all these dreams that, Lord, you've given him. You said, I could trust this man, not because uh, of anything special, but because he is a heart after me. And he's trusted because he heart after me and he loves me. And I pray that you continue to feed that in him. The people around him protecting him with prayer and intercession, his family, Lord, hold him up. Hold him up, Amy, and I do right now in our church. You know, those who are watching right now, 
And Lord, that you would just your spirit, just like you did on the day of Pentecost years ago. Lord, give us another fresh outpour. Fresh, One fresh, Lord that would just fresh, be off the fresh, charts. Lord. And Lord, we'd be able to say, can, can you trust us, Lord? A place that you can do that. Help us to be secure in you and, and not be insecure and, and lean on our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge you and you will direct yes. us in Jesus' yes. name. Amen. 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 Right, love Amen. you, brother. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for the time tonight. Okay, we'll stay in touch. Okay, God bless.